the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. Target and CVS are temporarily closing locations after some were damaged due during the weekend protests over the death of George Floyd. Target says it's closing 105 stores in 10 states, including 46 in California and 33 in Minnesota, where the protests over Floyd's death began. Also on SRNews.com, the National Guard is patrolling Los Angeles as the city cleans up after a night of violence that saw demonstrators clash with officers, torch police vehicles, and pillage stores. L.A. Police Chief Michael Moore says he's heartbroken at the situation. I've lived through this before. Uh, it's been in this department for 38 years. And I prayed that we'd never be back in this type of situation. And L.A. has in such a different place than it was 30 years ago. And we've made so much progress as a, as a community, as a society, as a police department. This is SRN News. Hugh Hewitt explains what happened with General Flynn. They set up General Flynn not because of any material reason, not because of any investigation, but to get him out of the White House because he would have discovered what was going on with their attempt to destroy Donald Trump. It is that simple. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. We recently launched a daily newsletter. It's called the Daybreak Insider, and you'll get a rapid-fire look at the day's news from a conservative viewpoint. So make sure you subscribe right now at am1280thepatriot.com and use the keyword subscribe. Just past 4 o'clock on the Sunday afternoon here in the Twin Cities, let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. we got mostly sunny skies today. We hit a high of 75. we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Dreesline, our guest like bow hunting expert, Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick, Sharon Staitler. Join us for Outdoor News Radio. Every Sunday morning at 8 on our sister station, Freedom 1570. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. Hi, this is Ryan with My Three Quotes. My business is the only free service of its kind where homeowners can receive three separate bids on any brand of roofing, siding, and windows from three local contractors after only one short meeting with me. Well, did you know that free short meeting can also happen over the phone? Over the years, I've had many customers take advantage of my virtual appointments. You know, I've got this down. Customers simply send me a few pictures, and we discuss the best options to fit their budget needs over the phone. I can get all the measurements I need online with today's satellite programs, and voila! You receive accurate installed quotes via email a few days later, same as my popular in-person process. This is great for busy people, and it's being used even more with today's health concerns. 
It's the best way to receive three competitive bids on the top brands of window siding and roofing with zero salespeople trouncing through your home. I work hard to find you the best prices and quality. So set up your virtual appointment today with me, Ryan, at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. And what does that mean? It means it is the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. I am Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard, and each week we talk politics, Israel, and the law at 4 o'clock on Sundays. 1280 AM, The Patriot. You can hear it once again at 6 PM each Sunday on Freedom 1570. And it's just simply smart plain talk. That's what it is. It's also quite good music as we have once again uh, this week. So uh, stay tuned for that. Our special guest this week, Kevin Roach, a pundit, columnist, author, a blogger, also uh, a lawyer, uh, and uh, was a one-time general counsel of United Health, uh, and has been uh, involved in the healthcare industry for decades. Very knowledgeable. He writes the blog Healthy Skeptic, and it caught my eye uh, as very intelligent writing and uh, backed up by the numbers. Something that we have talked about frequently on the Victory Hour. But today, right now, we're going to tackle the issue of leadership, of true leaders, and what they do in the face of crisis. That has not just occurred over the past week here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota, uh, but has occurred over the last several months. And we are starting to get a sense of our leaders, in particular over the last week. And what I uh, have seen is, well, you know, what I think we are all seeing play out is an ongoing, many, many years long Colossal failure in leadership here in Minneapolis, decades long, ignoring uh, seeds that were sown centuries ago and that continue to exist here in the Twin Cities. And that is the racial divide, the racial inequality. I'm here to speak out about it, to say something needs to be done. Uh, As what was caught on video was horrific. I believe that the police officer should have been arrested near immediately and held at a minimum while charges were assessed. I think Mike Freeman, who I know well, uh, did a good job in moving very quickly to the filing of charges. Uh, But in the meantime, I just think in retrospect, he should have been uh, arrested and held. And the other three officers as as well, to the extent that uh, they were there and could have stopped this. 
Uh, now, I haven't dug into those facts specific enough, but as I understand it, that is the case. And so they should have been arrested and held as well. Charges have not even yet been lodged against them. And it may be because um, one or another of them was was not directly there. Uh, but it appears as though they were. And actually, I have a question for you about the three other officers. Um, from what you know, what potential charges could those three other officers potentially face? Yeah, you know, the, uh, the aiding and abetting. Uh, just like occurs with any felony, where if you are driving the car and somebody else is robbing the bank, you're going to get charged with robbing the bank. Uh, and and that's what they are facing here, particularly if they were there and in any way aiding or abetting and uh, also, uh, frankly, not stopping what was apparent as Mr. Floyd was... Uh, in handcuffs and subdued already at that point. Uh, But in addition to that issue, which I now have just spoken about, there is a leadership issue about what occurred afterward. We are a country based upon law. And under no circumstance can that be undermined. It is critical to our very existence as a civilized society. In fact, it is the foundation of a civilized society. Do you remember this? 1969, UC Berkeley in California. What did the governor of California in 1969 say about similar things happening under his jurisdiction? All of it began the first time some of you who know better and are old enough to know better let young people think that they had the right to choose the laws they would obey as long as they were doing it in the name of social protest. That's right. That's what leadership sounds like in the face of those who said, oh, you're overreacting. You're... This city burned. And you know who was at the point of the spear of that arson? That looting, that rioting, the most impoverished, the most difficult of our communities in terms of socioeconomic position, who over the last couple of decades, and I know this because our law firm and my partner was just such a wonderful lawyer, great lawyer, wonderful guy, my partner at the time, Lewis Smith, spearheaded the public-private partnership to build and rebuild the Phillips neighborhood back in the 90s and the 2000s. And the neighborhood was being rebuilt and was coming up as a, a, a really a wonderful immigrant neighborhood, a minority neighborhood, but uh, frankly... Uh, also integrated neighborhood. And it's been burned. Set back decades. And that's just wrong. Now finally, today, at Tim Walz's press conference, uh, he got around to really speaking sense. But it's been a week. And it took him till the fourth night to do what he should have done. He was at least two nights late. And certainly one. He gave up the third precinct. What's the mayor doing? Now, you know, they're going to say, well, we were outnumbered. We didn't realize there were going to be so many, et cetera, et cetera. We didn't have the uh, forces in place. Well, you should have had the forces in place. You had two days to do it at least. As this occurred on, you know, Monday evening and... By Tuesday morning, we knew. Thursday night and Friday night should not have happened the way that they did. And people will say, well, they got around to it, though. Yes, they did. But those two nights were hugely damaging to the people uh, in that area of the city. You know, and beyond, frankly. 
But out of this, something good needs to come. Analysis needs to occur. Due process and the law needs to be applied. And changes need to, uh, need to happen in order to try to root out these issues. You're, all, you're always going to have them in any enterprise, including policing. You're going to have the rotten apples. But we just we need to do a better job, a much better job, particularly when this recurs. I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. So I was disappointed in the leadership of uh, Governor Walls, although, again, I thought his uh, press conference today was quite good, uh, as well as uh, particularly the mayor. I, I just, uh, and, and I say it uh, not because he has not come on the show since he was elected, even though I've asked him many times. <laughs> although, uh, you know, personally, that may have a little impact on my view of it. But no, he just, he, he hasn't done it. He appears to me like he's uh, hes uh, just in over his head. He needed to take action rather than just spew out platitudes and words. Uh, and needed to uh, let the people of Minneapolis know that he had their back against these people that come, came in and looted and rioted. It's not right. It's illegal. It's criminal. And you don't, as public officials and police, turn your back on criminal conduct. You know it's happening. Ever. We're going to be back uh, after this short break with Kevin Roach, and we're going to talk about the other crisis that we're dealing with simultaneously, uh, and that is the coronavirus. And we're going to piggyback on the last two weeks in which we had Dr. Scott Jensen on, two we, uh, what, three weeks ago now. And uh, last week, Scott Johnson, award-winning blogger, both of whom talked about, by the numbers, talked about the uh, coronavirus. And this week, Kevin Roach uh, will put a period on that and uh, give you the facts, not... The public policy from on high as the lemmings go over the cliff. No. So stay with us. You're going to learn something. Give us a call. Six one. Uh, no. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. We'll be right back. It's the victory hour. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary, a bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days? Make 2020 a year you'll never forget and join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, and you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home, and give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. 
allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. Uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary with us uh, today. I, I think it's apropos. We shall overcome. Uh, they sang, certainly, uh, with many others, Joan Baez in particular. And where have all the flowers gone? They were planting them in South Minneapolis. They were planting them in the Phillips neighborhood. As the police evacuated, they're no longer planting them. And it's a shame. It's sad. Leadership? Where was it? When are we going to wake up and get real leadership? It hasn't worked well with the far-left liberals, I can tell you that, and I I don't want to take political sides, but how many times do you pound your head against the wall? It's 40 or 50 years. I think Charles Stenvig was the last Republican mayor of the city of Minneapolis uh, 45 years ago, as I recall. Uh, In any event, setting aside those politics and moving to a leadership issue uh, just as bad is how have we handled the coronavirus pandemic here in Minnesota? How do we stack up. Are we following the science? What do the numbers look like? And there is uh, one guy that has been tracking this uh, with great scrutiny. And uh, we have caught up with him this week and corralled him to be on the victory hour. And you're in for a treat. He knows quite a bit about it. I've been reading his uh, blog, Healthy Skeptic, uh, for... uh, the last many weeks, and uh, it is, it's just very interesting. And uh, like myself, I think he doesn't simply accept conventional wisdom, uh, common ideas that are being parroted from hither and yon. Uh, In fact, he wrote uh, about a month ago, uh, regarding uh, Governor Walz's response to uh, why he continues to re-up on this stay-in-place order and what the support is for it. he uh, uh, Kevin Roach writes in his blog, he used the, quote, everyone else is doing it, close quote, excuse, which is exactly how we got into this mess, a bunch of governors acting like lemmings and going over the cliff together. And that is precisely what has occurred. Let me just give you a couple of statistics as we lead into bringing Kevin on the victory hour. The top six states leading the country in number of deaths, five of the six of them governed by Democratic governors, New York, New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Illinois, 
all of them, a total number of people in those five states, 63.7 million. Total deaths in those states, nearly 52,000. Now, if you look at top five Republican states, Florida, Texas, Georgia, Ohio, Indiana, five Republican governors control those states. That's 79.5 million people in those states. Way more people, more than almost 14 million more people in those five states. Yet, their death toll, all total for those five states, 10,267. So, nearly 52,000 in one set and 10,200 in the other. And uh, those Republican states, they are open. They are not locking down the way these other states are. We're going to ask Kevin Roach as we bring him on the Victory Hour now whether lockdowns work. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us on the Victory Hour. Happy to be here. So, uh, you know, you you heard me talk a little bit about uh, looking at uh, these numbers, and and I like your thoughts on it. Minnesota continuing the stay in place, the lockdown, killing businesses, putting generational lifelong businesses out of business, family businesses out of business, not to recover. Uh, And we continue to re-up with it while South Dakota never locked down. Wisconsin is now fully open. Georgia, Florida, Arizona, and all of these states have uh, not blown up with cases or deaths. What is the basis for it? Well, I think that some of the um, states, Florida and Texas in particular, that had um, significantly better numbers, uh, a lot of it really is due to one of the prominent features of this epidemic, which is the really extreme uh, spread in um, ages. and Elderly community. Yeah, and... So, you know, from what I have read, both Florida and Texas were much more aggressive about early on um, kind of trying to really isolate people in those uh, nursing homes and trying to be very aggressive about the staff not uh, bringing them in. And I, you know, here in Minnesota, I think people may be fairly aware that 80 percent plus of our deaths are among residents who are living in those long-term care and assisted living type facilities. I think um, if you had comparable numbers, most states would be in that range. The country of Canada has released numbers. Over 80% of those their deaths were in that range. So I think one critical distinguishing feature among states is, frankly, how, how good a job did they do at protecting that most vulnerable population. And on the other extreme, and the reason I have been so opposed to the lockdowns is for the general population, this is literally is not as serious as the flu. Um, and uh, so we've been saying it on this show for since March. And, you know, I was a bit guessing in March, but what those guesses were have come true. What you just said is absolutely the case. For the general population, this is not more uh, deadly, certainly, than the flu, the common flu. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. I mean, I the statistic I always like to show people here in uh, Minnesota is we have about 80,000 residents in these long-term care and assisted living facilities. Um, as of today, we've had about 848 deaths from among those residents. That's over 1% of that population. The whole rest of the population of Minnesota, 5 million, a little over 600,000 people, we've had a total, we've had less than 200 deaths. In the whole rest of that population, it's a vanishingly small uh, death rate. And um, as I said, you you can find many, many other causes of death more 
significant among that kind of general population. Public policy that should follow from that seems pretty obvious. Um, And this state, I think, has unfortunately done a bad job on both ends, you know, kind of really doing damage, not just to people economically, but the damage that's being done um, to people's health uh, from not just the lockdowns and the stay at home orders, but the fear, the, the literal kind of terrorization of the population about how at risk they are uh, has kept people from getting needed health care. Um, and that has consequences. So, you know, we, we've done a terrible job week after week as I've been watching this. 80% plus of the deaths are in long term care. And we can't seem to do a thing about it. And, and that is hard to comprehend when other states have. You know, it would take a phone call uh, to Governor Abbott or Governor DeSantis by our governor to maybe teach him a few things about how to take care of those most vulnerable and how to lift up the general population so that, A, we are not dying from things that we shouldn't because we're locked down, and B, we're getting back to opening our businesses so that when this is all over, we have a place to go. Uh, He doesn't do either one of those things. It is the worst case of leadership I've ever seen. We have a number of other things to talk about with Kevin Roach on the other side of uh, this break. Uh, Mr. Roach, uh, General Counsel of United Health Group, has been a longtime uh, uh, consultant in the health care field, has worked in the health care field. Uh, he knows it very well. He's got a law degree and an MBA from the University of Minnesota. Very lucky to have him on the uh, Victory Hour today. You make sure to stay with us. Give us a call if you have any thoughts uh, regarding uh, this corona issue, 651-289-4488. When we uh, get back, we are going to talk about uh, uh, the idea of whether or not opening up the economy really will overrun the number of beds we have available in ICU, the number of ventilators, PPE. Are those real crisis concerns if we did reopen the economy? We're going to talk about that with Kevin Roach. Make sure to stay with us. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. This important message is for anyone experiencing financial hardship and owes back taxes to the IRS or has unfiled tax returns. Recent events have caused massive job layoffs and financially burdened millions. While tough times will go away, the IRS won't. At Community Tax, we're on top of evolving IRS collection policies that could make it easier to resolve tax problems and dramatically lower monthly payments. If you're facing a serious loss of income, you may qualify for IRS hardship programs that may lower your monthly payments or provide dramatic tax savings. For taxpayers who owe less than $250,000 and are in a payment arrangement with the IRS, new guidelines could lower your payments substantially. Community Tax has decades of experience helping taxpayers with IRS collections. So call our helpline today for your free consultation and learn what programs you qualify for. Call 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588. 
Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. If I had a hammer, I'd a hammer in the morning, I'd a hammer in the evening, all over this land. I'd a hammer out of danger, I'd a hammer out of warning, I'd a hammer out of love between my brothers and my sisters. Love between my brothers and my sisters, that's what we need a little bit more of. The blue team, the red team, let's get together. How about that? No matter your skin color, let's get together. How about that? This is an opportunity. Sometimes when you feel like you're furthest from peace and love, you actually are closest. And when those clouds break, the sun shines. Let's hope that's where we're at here in this great nation. And, uh, you know, as... Hopefully peaceful marches and protests go on starting uh, about now here in the Twin Cities. Uh, We hope that there is uh, no violence tonight and that it will be shut down. I can tell you one thing. There would have been much less if we'd have nipped it in the bud right off the bat. And that was not done. It was predictable. We needed to be ready. We were not. On another leadership issue, we're shut down. We're locked down. People say, well, you can't compare to these states that have opened up. They're different than Minnesota. Really? Well, you look at South Dakota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Iowa. Uh, They're all open, okay? (laughs) They surround us, and they're open, and they're... uh, Deaths per uh, 100,000 are all below us, and they haven't spiked. You know, other, other, uh, other states, as I've talked about, Georgia, Florida, Arizona, Texas, they're all open. Georgia, remember, it was going to be a bloodletting. Everyone on the left, it was, it was this guy is bucking science. He's a Neanderthal. No, he was following the science and the numbers. He wasn't a lemming going over the cliff like like Kevin Roach wrote about. So we're joined, as uh, we talked about on the other side, by Kevin Roach, uh, one time general counsel of United Healthcare, has been in the healthcare industry uh, for decades and is a consultant now as well. Uh, he's a, a lawyer. He's got his MBA, and he's been writing about this issue for quite some time and has been right on top of it. So, Kevin, what about the idea of shutting down the health care uh, or the uh, shutting down the economy, locking people down, stay-at-home orders, because if we don't, we're not going to have enough beds in ICU to take on the huge wave, nor enough ventilators or PPE or masks, et cetera? Yeah, I, you know, at the very start, um, I think especially because there was pretty inaccurate information coming out of China, you can, uh, to some extent, understand um, people's concern about that. 
at this point, and really um, several weeks ago, I, I think it would have been pretty apparent to people that there would not be an issue. New York had just a horrendous um, wave of cases and hospitalizations um, go through that state, and they managed to um, you know, provide everybody that needed a hospital bed or an ICU bed or a ventilator. They managed to get that done, and and they did not need to use some of the temporary hospital space that had been built, um, for example, at the convention center or the hospital uh, ship that came to the city. Yes. So I I think those concerns were somewhat overblown, probably even at the start. At this point, and as I said, really for several weeks, I don't think – there's been a reason to believe that there would be a sufficient uh, number of cases to seriously um, stress the the health system. Well, what about the idea that we hear that, you you know, you're ignoring the science. There's going to be a second wave. And by opening up, you're opening the risk of huge numbers of deaths, more death. Yeah, I just... you know, it's um, one of the things that would be funny if it weren't tragic is to watch how so many experts have kind of ignored. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not an immunologist, but I know enough about both of those things to kind of recall the basics. One one of the basics of epidemiology is that People uh, vary in their susceptibility to infectious diseases, and that when it's an infectious disease like influenza or coronavirus-based diseases, that people have encountered these diseases uh, many times in the past. Coronaviruses are everywhere. We all are exposed to them constantly. We've all been infected by them. It turns out, and the research really just in the last couple of weeks is validating what a number of people have have suspected, which is turns out that it, probably a significant portion of the population has pre-existing immune defenses, antibodies, T-cell defenses that um, protect them against this strain of the coronavirus. And that's why people have been kind of mystified why in situations like cruise ships, doesn't everybody get infected? Well, the answer is a lot of people have these pre-existing um, immune defenses that protect them. Um, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind of astounded that when people were doing these models, they did not take that variation in susceptibility into account. They didn't take into account the, even the age difference even though it was clear um, from the very start that the impact on people varied uh, significantly in in that respect. So I, I just, um, you know, I, I would have to say that I don't, I really don't think that a lot of the epidemiologists and public health experts have done a particularly good job of providing advice. And at this point, I wouldn't blame people for being pretty skeptical about what they're hearing about. Will there be a second wave? Or if you open up, you're just going to be overwhelmed. Um, and the facts don't seem the facts uh, don't to support. suggest that that is, is occurring. <clears throat> and yeah, the, you know, not it's not occurring. It's not occurring. Georgia opened up uh, over a month ago. April 21st, I believe, or maybe it was the 27th, but they announced it on the 21st. But regardless, uh, over a month ago, and nothing like that uh, has uh, has happened. They haven't been overrun. Now, maybe they're saying, well, it's going to happen in the fall, you know, and uh, there's there's just it's just a complete guess and nothing more. And what is being done, as you pointed out yourself, both in your uh, your blog, which, by the way, I commend to everyone out there listening, HealthySkeptic.com, uh, just an outstanding blog to 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 really shed light and clarity to uh, this issue. But what you said and what you've been talking about is fear really drives uh, the in, entire response 
uh, to this, and in particular, the quote-unquote experts and how they dole out the information, the models that they use. Speaking of that, how have the models been here in Minnesota? Uh, So one thing I will say about modeling, when you're trying to model forward, it's difficult. So I am sympathetic to, to what people are doing. We, I don't think in Minnesota, had a particularly expert group of modelers. Um, they've gotten a little better, but they are still uh, missing a lot of stuff. Um, the current scenario that's forecast in the model, um, as of uh, today, says that there are over 300,000 cases in Minnesota. We have actually reported 25,000, and it had a lower estimate, a low estimate, not the central estimate, the low estimate for deaths by now was 1,400, and as of today, were um, about 1,040 deaths. Uh, so so the model's clearly not... Um, and, uh, and that's putting, down from over 70,000 initially when they first came out, readjusted to, I think, 22,000. And and they continue to readjust and get it wrong. I mean, you know, but models are models, as you point out. Yeah, I just think that, and now that the governor, of course, as it's become apparent that the model's seriously in error, the governor (laughs) has tried to to, um, back off from the model. But if you go back to his press conferences, it was the main thing he was was relying on. It was the main thing he was relying on. When we come back with Kevin Roach, we're going to talk about social distancing and masks. Whoa, whoa. We're not just locked down, but we have to stay away from each other. Perhaps I heard, uh, I read an article and I saw an interview on TV, perhaps for a decade. Social distancing and masks. Oof. We'll be right back. It's the Victory Hour talking uh, coronavirus. We're going to talk and continue to talk about leadership. Stay safe out there. This will just be a few-minute break, right, Jason? Yeah. Yes, sir. So we'll be right back for another segment of the Victory Hour uh, with... uh, Kevin Roach talking uh, Corona response. Stay with us. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Whoa. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. 
in an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Puff was frolicking. We're back. It's the victory hour. Not a lot of frolicking lately. Listen, it's the lusty month of May, according to Camelot, and we're coming out of that month. And uh, if you know that wonderful musical, you know that there was Maying going on. Quite a bit of frolicking. Not this May in uh, Minnesota. No. Not at all, unfortunately. Uh, But we're talking with Kevin Roach. And by the way, you can follow us on Facebook uh, every week, Sundays from 4 to 5. You should do so. You should definitely do so. Uh, Listen, when it comes to fear and the coronavirus issues, the population has been controlled. You walk anywhere, people with masks, etc., how well do they work? Is so, does social distancing really uh, make sense? Uh, and is that what our end game should be? Kevin, what are your thoughts? Well, I, <laughs> I, I, I think um, there has been uh, somewhat inconsistent advice and uh, science behind the mask res- recommendation in particular. Um, the virus appears to be primarily transmitted through aerosols uh, and droplets that people breathe out uh, that can be inhaled by other people or potentially can land on their face and infect them in some other way. It appears um, that you have to be in pretty close contact with someone for a pretty extended period of time. I haven't seen any research that supports the six-foot idea. Um, that's kind of based on somebody's best guess about that'll that'll keep you safe. So I don't think there's any particular science where people have stood a bunch of people at different distances uh, and uh, tried to see how much of a viral load they got. Um, And the masks, you know, uh, there are countries, Sweden being a notable one, where the public health authorities have basically said there's no reason for the general population to wear a mask. We're we're not, you know, sure it makes any difference um, in the transmission of the disease. I think, again, it's just part of um, terrorizing people. And I, I, one of my beliefs is that uh, to some extent you should trust people, you know, to come to their own conclusions. If there are people who are anxious and want to stay home, fine, stay home. If there are people who want to wear masks, fine, wear masks. I'm not sure it's necessary to tell everybody that you have to wear a mask I certainly don't think it's true that if a large percentage of the population 
isn't wearing a mask, we're going to see some explosion in cases. And and when you talk about the fact that the numbers for the general population, excluding those at high risk, uh, are, are are similar to the common flu, uh, maybe we ought to deal with it in a similar way. If you want to wear a mask because you don't want to catch the flu, uh, you can wear a mask. If you know when you go out that during flu season you could catch the flu and you decide not to wear a mask, that is your choice. There are many deaths that result from the common flu when people are making choices uh, like, uh, like that. Uh, Kevin, it makes uh, a lot of sense what you've uh, been talking about. I want to thank you very much for coming on the Victory Hour and, um, you know, talking about uh, uh, an issue that really when you look at the facts, you look at the numbers and you apply some smart, plain talk to it, it comes into focus. And if you allow the fear to kind of fall away, uh, you realize that we, we can get through this and we're going to get through this. We need a plan uh, to take care of those at risk. We have to have that plan. And we have been stumbling and suffering in leadership to not have that plan. That has to occur. But beyond that, we need to get our economy going because people are dying literally and figuratively both uh, in much greater numbers uh, in the general population than uh, uh, than would from uh, the coronavirus by opening up. Kevin Roach, thank you very much for being with us on the Victory Hour uh, this Sunday. Happy to do it. Thank you. Take care, and uh, you know I wanna I wanna talk for the next uh, couple of minutes here uh, on the show about what we have seen over the last few days, and really what it amounts to as it relates to our theme today, the theme of leadership. Uh, our governor has effectively, what, he over, he is overprotected as it relates to the COVID-19 pandemic, shutting everything down and making matters far, far worse uh, than otherwise. At the same time, he is underprotected, at least a couple days late, as it relates to the riots, uh, the looting, uh, the arson, and underprotected the rule of law and making sure that he's got the back of Minnesota and our citizens. He hasn't done it. So he's gotten it kind of wrong on both fronts. Now he's falling into getting it right too late as it relates to uh, the National Guard and protecting us from uh, really criminal conduct out on the streets and ruining our city, at least particular neighborhoods of it, for sure. Uh, he has, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, missed the boat there in terms of being late, and he's also uh, missing the boat in terms of being late on reopening the economy. Uh, he... Uh, uh, he really fails in that category, no question about it. And our mayor of Minneapolis, well, what did what did he do? Well, over the the last uh, few mayors, they've cut back on police officers, cut back on police officer numbers, not given the police chief the number of officers needed. And so, when it came time to deal with protecting the third precinct, for example, or other things going on the last few nights in the city of Minneapolis, uh, the, the issue of not enough manpower has come up. It's uh, something that we need to look at, and we need to improve our training, and we need to go through and protect that this never happens again, as I talked about on the top of the show. That is it for this week. Uh, listen. Remember, the sun is coming up tomorrow, and let's have each other's back out there. Let's protect one another. Uh, Let's come together and improve our system so that uh, the life of 
George Floyd is really uh, honored, and his memory is honored, rather than the other way around. This is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. We will be here again next week at 4 o'clock. Be with us until then. Have a great week. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. This is Dennis Prager from Athanasium, the Math Learning Center. As you know, I prefer clarity to agreement. Being able to understand math is often key to achieving clarity. But with 6 out of 10 high schoolers not being proficient at math, students could be at a great disadvantage. Mathnasium helps students reach their potential to understand and even enjoy math, whether they're starting out far behind or already doing well. Using a customized one-on-one approach, Mathnasium educates and inspires students, helping them develop number sense, math fluency, and confidence that equips them for success in school and for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium also provides homework help so students can better understand and finish it successfully on their own, freeing you up to focus on other aspects of parenting. Give your child a life-changing math learning experience. Contact one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriots advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com and receive $50 off your enrollment. Mathnasium changing lives through math.